Hey, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Thursday, and the market is, well, eh, it's still kind of going sideways. But I wanted to say that I did make some buys, and uh, I'm going to get those right up, you know, kind of get into the slides here, but uh, let's do that really quick. Okay, let's see. I have been buying today, and um, it is a situation where, there we go, okay, so there it is, okay, and get right into the slides. So for today, here's the kind of, here's kind of what's going on. I have been buying, um, I did buy a stock today. Um, you know, I didn't sell everything. I, I did buy a stock today. And the stock that I did buy was a company called Top Build, and it's moving very, very nicely. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, not all, uh, it, it's, it's not all doom and gloom. Uh, but I have to say that the market is, yeah, it's, I wish it were a little bit, I, I wish it were a little bit stronger than it is. Uh, right now, but this is a stock that I that I am buying by. It's called Top Build. Uh, it's coming up on this cup of handle. Very nice movement, and uh, there's a 220 buy point. Uh, there's there's a 229 buy point here. I did buy it uh, right below the buy point. So I'm so it it came up. It it, it pierced the, the 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 buy point and then it pulled back a little bit. Uh, and hopefully we'll have enough strength for it. We'll go through the pivot tomorrow. But this is one that uh, that I'm kind of that I'm kind of looking at today. The market is in a confirmed uptrend still. You wouldn't think it would be with all the stuff that's going on, but um, the market is still in a confirmed uptrend. And, uh, you know, that's that's uh, that's basically the long and the short of it. kind of wanted to show you um, current stock holdings that I'm holding right now that you might be interested in. Uh, and that is, and let's kind of just yeah, get a little bit bigger screen there so you can see it a little bit better. But uh, I have Apple. It's down a little bit today. Um, well, let's try that again. Let's try that. Let's try that again. Okay. Um, Apple is a little bit down uh, today. Macy's is up finally. Matson Lines. Now, this is a group that's doing very, very well for me as of late. It is the shipping companies. Um, Matson, of course, is one of the biggest. It's it's interesting because this is one of the last of the of the American shipping companies that's left. So very, very interesting here. Uh, Mats and Lines, it's up a dollar and five cents. Uh, Nvidia down just slightly, but it's holding that 220, that critical 220 um, uh, price point there. I'm liking that. And ST Micro, that's up a little bit today too. Also, I did make a buy on Visa. It's off about 87 cents, but I'm pretty confident we're going to see some nice. Um, we're it, it's it's uh, it. I'm pretty confident. Oh, wait a minute, I have to to restart my live video. I have, I'm having an issue with TikTok right now. So if you're watching on TikTok, just go over to YouTube, youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. So hopefully I can get this to, to go here. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm having a little bit of issues with the bandwidth right now. So <laughs> always a technical problem. I kind of want to just uh, continue on here. Um, basically, I also in Goldman Sachs that's up today um, it's running from the the, um, the 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 range that it seems to be running in is between about 400 and about 415 I'm gonna try that network again I'm having I'm having some network issues related to um, uh, related to the live here so goodness gracious I don't know what's going on but I don't have a network <laughs> on on my um, on, on, on TikTok. I think I'm still, I think I'm still broadcasting on, um, I think I'm still broadcasting on YouTube. So hopefully you're going to, you're seeing me here on YouTube, but anyways, back to the, back to the, the, the stocks here. Um, Goldman Sachs, one Oh, uh, four Oh six. I'm also in Palantir. That's a uh, 2618. It's up about 60 cents today. Perkinomer's down a little bit. Uh, 177 PayPal. That's up a strong 389 today. And of course, we're talking a little bit about top build. It's up $5 today, which is making it very, very strong. So hopefully, um, 
you can see these things that I'm that I'm broadcasting here. And uh, I also want to show you, and, and I promised this on, on the video, and that was that I was going to show you a spread trade that I did today. This is this is an interesting one, and it's on 3M. Um, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with 3M. They they make Scotch tape and all this other good stuff, and um, it's it's a it's an interesting trade. But, but you know, the market has been pulling back, so we want to do something to make money even when the market's pulling back. Because it's it's a tough this is a tough market to trade right now. It just doesn't have um, you know it, it seems to be topping out. We don't know. But here's what I did today. Uh, on this trade, and, and you can see this, by the way, if you go to the uh, www Dallas trading floor, you can see this. I have this on the deck, but uh, what what I have here is that I simultaneously sold the October 190 call for 348, and then I simultaneously bought the October 15th 195 call for 183, and there's a total credit on this one of 165 dollars. So Basically, for every contract that you that you put out there, you're gonna you're gonna pull in about one one um, one dollar and sixty five. So if the if this stock goes down, then you're gonna see uh, you're gonna see uh, you're, you're gonna see a very nice trade here. But this money puts this puts money into your into your pocket right away. If you'd like to see more on this, and and really this kind of you really need to kind of review it in detail. The easiest thing to do is to go to www.dallastradingfloor.com and if you go there you'll be able to sign up first of all for the for the action trade alerts but also just go down and you'll see it it says bear call spread on 3m so bear call spread on 3m it's available on www.dallastradingfloor so uh, without further ado Let's get into some of the questions here. Thank you for holding. Sorry for the technical <laughs> issues. We just seem to have this bandwidth coming in and out. You just don't. Uh, it's, it's 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 tough. Um, this is a, a question, Jim. When you say to cut your losses at seven percent, where does that mean? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, does that mean does does that mean the uh, second month really start from? Okay, here's what you do when you're cutting your losses. And this is an excellent, excellent question. When you when you buy the stock, calculate what 7% down from where you bought it. So let's say you bought a stock, it was $100. And then you decided, well, um, you know, and you, and you put it in there, set your stop loss then at $93. If you set it at $93, then that is going to be, that is going to be your 7%. As your stock moves up, if it hopefully does, start moving your stop loss up and then eventually when it pulls back you will hopefully be sold out at a profit now the reason i recommend putting a stop loss in there is because it just you it's a it's just an easier way to go and one of the great things about using stop losses to trade is that you can you can absolutely um use it to sort of put your profits on automatic pilot and that's sort of what i do so if you buy a, a stock at the proper buy point or just below that and as it, go, as it goes up, you then put your stop loss in, and then you move that stop loss up. Well, <laughs> when it pulls back, eventually you will make profit. So this is what this is how I trade. It's a, you know, it's a very simple way to trade, but it's a very effective way to trade because sometimes the stock will go up, but you won't do have a stop loss, and then you think, oh well, it's going to go higher, and then it pulls back, and it does what they call a round trip. You don't want to round trip your your profits. If it's going up, you want to you want to follow that up with a stop loss. Now, can you go with a tighter um, a, a, a tighter uh, a tighter than seven percent? Absolutely. The reason why you use seven percent is if you do the math, and this is a very interesting thing. If you do the math, you will find that if you lose seven percent, it takes you just a little bit more, about seven seven and a quarter, well, seven and a half percent, to get back to even. Now. If you let this go down to 10% below where you bought it, or possibly 15%, you see it gets much, much harder. By the time you get to about 20%, it's going to take almost a 50% rise in where you are. So the reason that you use 7% is because mathematically, that gets you back to your break-even as quickly as possible. So I think that's a great, great question. What I do when I put it in is that I, that I put the stop loss in 7% down from where I bought it. Now, there are some variations on that. Sometimes I'll put it on, a, on an index line or something like that. But 
it's a good habit to get into. Put it in as a market stop loss, good until canceled. Because if you just put it in for one day, then next day you forget to put it in, it, it drops down. This is what happened with DocuSign. People that were people that were in DocuSign had, you know, um, a a very rude awakening. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this right now. Um, And we're just going to go right into that. There we go. Okay. So let's go to I'm going to MarketSmith. By the way, I use a I use software that's and I don't I don't get any money from this from uh, Investors Business Daily called MarketSmith, and it's a great piece of software. Why? Because it um it it has some some pattern recognition in it and lists and that kind of thing that are terrific. Here's what I want. Here's kind of what I want to show you on um. On DocuSign, and I'm going to switch over right to the DocuSign right now. So here we go. Okay. All right. With DocuSign, um, with with DocuSign, and I'm going to I'm going to zoom in here a little bit. Hopefully, we'll get in there a little bit. There. Okay. So now we we're, we're seeing it a, a little bit bigger on screen. Well. Let's say you 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 bought you bought DocuSign. DocuSign is a great great stock, but and it went up and that was and that was you bought it in the buy zone. That was perfect. Everything was going great, but then earnings happened. Okay, that's earnings there. Well, guess what? Even though DocuSign sales went up 176 percent, it dropped and it dropped right right away. Now, if you had a if you had a stop loss in there, you would have been saved there, but a lot of people didn't. So this is why I recommend putting that stop loss in when you buy it. If, if you put it in 7% below here. So let's say you bought it here, just, just slightly extended, and you put your stop loss in. Well, you would be basically right about this red line. But but what happens three days later, it went all the way down to a 5% below that. So if you had your stop loss in, you would have been stopped out. So this is what I mean by stop loss. You always should try to put in a stop loss at about 7%. And, and the, re- the reason for that benchmark, the reason for that amount is because if you do the math, and you will see that if you get too much beyond about seven or eight percent, it becomes increasingly difficult to come back to even. So, if you cut your losses at seven percent, then um, you can come back. To, to come back, it's not that hard. It takes about seven and a half or eight percent. But you get to ten percent, and it, it 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 increases exponentially. By the time you get down twenty percent, it's going to take fifty percent. Now, if, if you if you're down fifty percent on the stock. It's going to take a move of a hundred percent to get back to even. So as you can see, it's a, it's 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 um you you become it's a sort of a it's it's sort of a losing returns thing. You've got to be careful because you want to get back to even as quickly as possible. And 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 the most important thing, part of the most important thing when you're trading, and it's really it's really kind of boring, but it's protecting your capital. That's one of the key things. So that's where the 7% rule comes from. It's really a protection of capital rule. So that's kind of how I wanted to, to that's, that's the reason for the 7% rule. And thank you very much for that. By the way, we're going to take a look at uh, UMC. Now, of course, UMC is a, um, uh, it's a Taiwanese-based, um, it, it's, it's Taiwanese-based. Oh, by the way, I need to, I need to put out to, to my Discord room exactly where I'm where I'm going so let me do that really quickly here um, let me let me just put a link out to everybody in the discord room sorry I started a little bit early I I just changed out monitors today and uh, I just I was I was live and I just I forgot to do a lot of the little housekeeping things that I normal that I, that I normally do so let me put let me put that link out there for everybody there we go housekeeping things that I, that, I, that I normally do. So let me put, let me put that link out there for everybody. Go. And let's get back to the live. And Okay, 
I think I'm, I, I, I think I'm, I think I'm back here. Let's, let's get back. There we go. I think, I think I'm, I think I'm back. Yeah. I think, I think I'm back now. So thank you for waiting. Um, let's look at UMC here. And this is, this is United Market. Now this is an interesting company. And basically what it is, is it's a company that is very big in the manufacturing, of course, of, um, of, of, of chips. So along with Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, TSM, this is sort of one of the bigger, bigger companies. Now it did, it's, it's a very inex, relatively inexpensive stock. The buy point on this 1125 and it has come above the, the pivot. So right now it's a slightly extended, but the relative strength is very good at 96. So everything is looking pretty darn good on this one. It's got a hundred percent checklist right now. Could you buy this at this level? Absolutely. You can, you can absolutely buy it here at 1214. This is not a bad place to buy the stock. Um, you know, this, 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 this is, this is not a bad place to talk. It is a slightly extended. Now on my chart, you can see that there's a little bit of gaps here between the, between these, uh, between these traces here for the, for the, for the, uh, for the, uh, prices. That's because it's an ADR and it's traded in Taipei and it's, they use the, they use a, um, they, they use the, uh, a, 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 American depository receipts for trading in New York. So this is a good stock. It's got a hundred percent checklist. I want to kind of show you that uh, it's, it's rating its relative strength is above 80%. It is being accumulated a, B or C where well, that's excellent. So basically what we have is we have funds that are accumulating this one right now. So that's excellent. The sales are up 20% over 20% from last quarter. That's a very, very good thing. The price is above $10. Now this was a problem for a long time with um with uh you in uh with 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 uh with umc this is a problem because it was priced uh in the um taiwanese currency rather than dollars so that's why it was a little bit strange when it comes to the dollar value for this but it's definitely past that that's a very important that's a very important that the price is above ten dollars because if the price is above ten dollars typically many of the funds will buy that and many the funds are really kind of what um, what pushes the stock up now, currently as of June, there were 88 funds in this, in this issue, which is excellent. That is a very good number of funds that are in, um, that are in. So it's starting to get kind of the, it, the, the love that it needed. Now, you know, with us stocks, this typically is not necessarily is nearly as, as much of a, a, a much of an issue. Let's see if I can get back online with TikTok. had a little bit of had a little bit of technical difficulties there with TikTok, so let's see if I can I can get that uh, that going here for TikTok, and let's go here back and come back online. I'm sorry that uh, there we go. Now we're going to go live for TikTok. There we go. So I should be live. All right, there I go. I am live on TikTok, and uh, we have just a kind of a sort of a technical glitch there. But uh, this is Dallas Trading Floor. And um, by the way, if everybody's looking on TikTok, we are simulcasting on YouTube. And it's very easy. All you have to do is go to my profile, click the link, scroll on down. And then at the bottom, you'll see, you'll see a link to the live that's currently being run on YouTube. So thank you for that. All right, let's look at the next stock. It's H-O-L-X. Let's kind of go over there. H-O-L-X. Take a look. Oh, did I, did I get that right? No LX. All right. This is whole logic. This is a um, this this is done a double bottom uh, pattern. As you can see, it's come down. It it uh, the the bottom of the the bottom of the trough sixty ten, and then it's up. It's right in a buy zone right now. It's pulled back a little bit to the ten day line, but this is not a bad place to buy it. This is this is not bad place to buy. It. I want to kind of look at a few things. So you see how it's pulled back to that 10-day line? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look to see how far above that 10-day line it is. That's really a key. Okay, right now it is almost right on the 10-day line, 0.4%. So this is a good this is a good place possibly to buy. This is a strategically this is a good place. It's got a hundred percent checklist and there are 2011 um, funds in this. Also, I want to show you this, and this is IBD does this roundup. It's very, very good. A fidelity contra fund is in this one. That is sort of like the good housekeeping seal of approval. I really like this one. 
this is a very good as a matter of fact i'm going to move this down because i like this one for my own i may i may buy be buying this one as well i think this one is a little bit better than us umc h o l x hologics and it's in the medical field um it's looking very very good a double bottom is an extremely strong pattern and i think this is very very good thanks rrt really really appreciate that out of these two, I think you want H-O-L-X. That is looking very, very good. It's right at the 10-day line. That's a great place to buy it. And it is very strong. It's got a 100%, I want to show you this, 100% checklist. That's pretty darn good. Um, I mean, everything, everything, it's firing on all cylinders. It's got more than five funds in it. It's above the 50-day moving average. It's, it's um, very close to its all-time high. That's excellent. Current price is above $10. The sales were up last quarter. Wow, this is checking all the boxes. And it's in a great industry sector. Right now, uh, right now, Hologic is in the, um, is, is seven out of 197. So there's 197 different sectors in the, in, in the stock market. And this is in the seventh highest. So if you, if you continuously buy stocks that are moving up, that are in the right pattern you set your stop loss and you buy consistently where the money in the market is moving i guarantee you that within a, a little very little time you will be very successful because you're moving where the money's moving and this is definitely where the moving money's moving so i really appreciate you bringing up this this stock this is a good stock well worth your time looking at it well worth your time buying it uh very very good so uh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Let's look at um, AMKR uh, just really quickly. And let's kind of go over there to AMKR. AMKR. Let's see if I can get that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, this one, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back over to the, to the chart here, kind of blow the chart up here a little bit, see if we can. Yeah, there we go. What happened was is that uh, we we did pull above is the cup with handle breakout. It broke out the the the, the pivot was 2421. Now it's a failed breakout because what happened is it went right up to the pivot and then it tried to get beyond it and then it went down. So then it came back basically in let's look at the time frame here. Basically in July, the first, second week of July came back and it's moved up and and it bounced right at the right at the 40-day line, so that's good. And now it looks like it's it's moving higher. Can you buy it here? Well, this is not an optimal place to buy it. I'll be honest with you. This stock right now is extended. So if you did buy this stock here, you better you, you should set your stop loss very, very tight. Now, one thing about this stock, it has a very good checklist. Again, this is a got a um uh it 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 has a hundred percent checklist on this right now. A hundred percent on the, on the stock. So this is a very good stock. The problem with this stock, and it's not a problem, it's, it's, it's actually, it's, it's a victim of its own success. It's moved above the, the, the buy, the buy range. Right now it's gone from 24, 21. That was the buy point. It's moved up over 5%. And unfortunately it is what they call extended. So if you do buy, uh, if you do buy Amcor technology at this level, you can buy it there, but be careful. And the reason is, is because we're almost 10% above where the buy point is. And typically, the stock will pull down. So if you do buy it at this level, and I don't really recommend buying an extended, um, you need to set your stop loss very tight. And what I would recommend is setting that stop loss, if you did buy it at this level, basically right here at, at, this, at, at, at the at, at the at the 21 day line. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you that price right now. So if you did buy it here, and I don't recommend it because it is extended, that you would basically um, for the for this um, for this day you you would set your stop loss very very tight at about 20 uh, 2650 is where you would set it 2650. But I don't recommend it, buying this. It's beyond the buy zone, and unfortunately, it's very very good. Um, you know, it's it's a very good stock, but it does have that issue regarding, um, you know, regarding being extended. So I would not recommend it at this level. Now, if you do have the stock already, it's okay to possibly add to your position. But I would not, I would not do this on a new buy. It's just too, it's a little bit too risky to do that. 
So I really appreciate that, Carrie. That's a great that's a great question. Let's look at Visa. And of course, I was buying I've been buying Visa. I made a buy it too soon. So let's kind of look and see where it's going. It's a down a little bit today, but you know, it did it had it has been it has been adjusting. So I might have bought incorrectly here because it's tough because what I did on this is is when it moved above that reversal line, I'm going to reactivate the reversal line. That's the, the black line here. As it moved, it peaked its head above that reversal line. That's where I bought. Now, it's pulled back today, so it's probably going to take another swing at it, uh, hopefully higher above this line. I do believe it has reversed. It came down basically to the – this is a flat-based pattern. So let's, let's get the uh, temporary line. So it came down. It bounced off that 200-day line. And then hopefully it's moving up. Now, it, it looks like it's just readjusting here. We'll find out. I, I'm gonna, I set my stop loss relatively tight right here at the 200-day uh, line because I don't really want it to go beyond that. If it goes below that, it's probably going to change direction to the downward side. But the, um, uh, the, basically the, um, the price that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably set that um, – uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to set that line on is right about, let's see if I can zoom out here a little bit. There we go. Had to zoom out there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I have my, I have my stop loss basically in here on this one on visa at about 226. That's where I have, that's where I have my stop loss on visa, but hopefully it, it will start moving higher tomorrow because it does, it does kind of look, it's, it's set up very well. And, uh, it is it's it it is um, it it is reversing higher, but we will see. It, it stalled a little bit today. It did pull back a little bit today, but uh, a little a less less than a half than less than percent. So we'll see if it, it regains its upward momentum. I bought Visa basically yesterday at the very earliest point, so we shall see what what happens there. Okay, let's uh, uh, let's look at Fastly, FSLY. Check in on that one. Um, okay, and and I and I and I realize um, Rio that uh, that you know I, you know I can see where you might think that this one was was doing well. Um, I don't think you really want to be in Fastly, and here's why. Um, I just want to kind of show you the chart. We have a relative strength of a five on 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 Fastly. Well. You know, I like to have them 80 or better. Right now, the relative strength is five, so that's really not a very good. That's really not very good. Now you can see this blue line here. This is the relative strength line. Let me see if I can zoom in on that a little bit to kind of give you a better look to see at this. All right. So what this relative strength line is is that this is the price action of the stock relative to the rest, the, the S&P 500, and as you can see. With this, the the relative strength line. If we draw a line across here, let me just draw a line across here. You can you see how the relative strength line is moving down. Okay, what that means is that because the relative strength line is moving down, that means that this stock's performance against the S and P 500 is it's underperforming. It's underperforming the um, it's underperforming the S and P 500. So. Here's the thing: the the net of it is basically you don't want to buy this one. I, I you just you just don't want to buy this one. It does not have a good checklist. Forty four percent. It does. It only passes on four of the nine criteria that I use to take a look at whether or not the stock is worth buying. So here's the thing: I would recommend on Fastly. I just don't think it's it's you're it, it, you're capable of buying it at this time. It's just it's not it, it, it's unfortunately not a um, it, it's just, it just, it just not, it's just not a stack that you, that you want to, that you want to buy it on. You know, you might consider putting it on a watch list and waiting for it to possibly, uh, move higher. But the problem with this stock is it's below the 200 day line. It's below the 40 day line. It's below the 21 day line and it's below the 10 day line. So here's the thing. We just don't want to buy this one. So I would not recommend Fastly right now. And if you're down more than 7% on this one, consider possibly lightening your percent, maybe selling it. That might also be a bad idea to sell it because um, it is just not performing. Remember, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to buy stocks as they're moving higher. That's really, really key because 
if it's moving higher, then we have a chance to make money. Remember, we're not buying to hold these stocks. We're buying them. We're swing trading them, basically. We're buying them as they move to a higher high. We're buying them and then in the right pattern and then letting them move up, pushing our stop loss up with them. And then when they pull back, that's where we make our profit. So right now, I just have to say uh, for Fastly, I just don't think you want to be in it. Let's look at Zim. Uh, now, this, the shipping group has been incredibly hot. I have one stock in this area. It's Matson Lines, and I think you probably heard me talk about it. I talked about it a lot because I, frankly, have never been one to buy to buy these kind of. I've never been one to buy shipping lines, but you know, shipping lines have been doing great. This one in particular. This was an IPO, by the way, and I kind of just want to kind of show you this chart. This is the this is the um, this this chart is the. Uh, is the daily chart. So I want to, I'm going to kind of move over here to the weekly chart to kind of give you an idea. This one has just been a juggernaut, as you can see. It came out basically in, in March and it just shot up. It just, it just shot up here until it got to this cup and there was a buy point. The buy point was up 47.88 and then, okay, well, it pulled back a little bit. Okay. And then it came and it, it slammed through that that pivot, and now it's at a higher high. The question is, is it possible to buy this? Can you buy this at this level? Well, here's the problem with buying Zim right now at this level. Currently, it's trading at 58.10. Well, unfortunately, the buy point on this one was 48.84. I'm sorry, 47.84. Well, unfortunately, it's more than 5% above that pivot. 47.84. Now, the key in buying off the proper um, off the proper uh, formations is that when it goes to when it goes above the buy point or the pivot, sometimes it's called that. That's where you want to buy it, but you don't want to buy it too far extended above that. You want to buy it within about five percent of that. So, unfortunately, currently, even though this is a very good chart, it's a very good company. It's a, it's got a relative strength of 99. Right now, it's a little bit too dangerous to buy this at this level. So. Here's the thing. Here's here's what I here's what I would say for uh, Zim. I you know sometimes you know sometimes you just miss them. They they come and you know they're there and you can't you, you can't, can't can't get them. Unfortunately, I think that's the case with um, with 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 Zim. Now let's look at one that I'm in and that's Matson Lines M A T X, and that is a that is the largest shipping company. Now this is a little bit a little bit more viable than um, than uh, 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 than than Zim. This one you still probably can buy. It's not too late for Matson, and the reason is it's it's slightly extended. I'm looking at the weekly chart here. Now, a lot of times the best charts to buy off are not the daily charts. Believe it or not, the daily charts you want to look at for the entries, but for in general you want to be looking at the weekly charts because they kind of smooth out a lot of these a lot of the noise so it's easier to see when the stock is ready to buy so right now Matson is had has a very beautiful cup base with a with a pivot at 7905 currently it's at 7 at 84 um it's at 8488 so it's above the pivot but it is just is is about 5% above the pivot at this point you can buy Matson. So Matson is the one you want to buy as opposed to Zim. This also has a 100% checklist right now. So MATX, this is a stock that, that, first of all, I'm in this stock. Second of all, it's got a 100% checklist. Third, it's at a perfect buy point. So this is where <clears throat> if you don't have the stock, you can either add to it or possibly buy a new position in it. I would recommend going in starting with maybe a half position in this and then possibly if you're adding maybe add another half position. But this is definitely a quality stock and it's at a very, very good buy point. So that's a great question, really read. Really great question. So kind of to recap, fastly I just wouldn't buy, but you know what? I would I and 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 um and uh, it's kind of like the Goldilocks story, you know. Um uh, fastly, you know, I would buy that one. Uh with um um, with, with with Zim, it's extended, so you can't buy that one. It's good stock, extended. Matson is just right. It's like the three bears and the and the porridge. 
Matson is just right. It's in the right industry. It's got the right checklist. Good time to buy it. MATX. Thank you for that question. Very, very good. All right. So uh, take a look at AMD. Uh, AMD debit call spread. Okay. I'll get to that. I'll get to that, Mark, in a little bit because that's, uh, you know, um, I, I really appreciate your stuff when you when you come on, um, but it's a little bit above a lot of the people that may be watching. So I, I'll probably get back to that a little bit later, but thank you so much for that. All right. Um, Dan says GEVO made massive gains in it. Let's look. I'm not, I'm not familiar with, with, um, with this stock, uh, GEVO. Let's look at it. GEVO. All right. Um, and this chemical, interesting. It's in the chemical company. Okay. So I'm going to look at the monthly chart, kind of get the, kind of get the idea. That's really interesting. Okay. So here's the chart for GAVO. And, uh, Basically, it, it did have a spike. So something is going on. It's either a short squeeze or something's going on here. We don't know. It's, this is essentially a penny stock. I don't really recommend these stocks. And the reason I don't is because typically they're very thin on the corporate sponsorship. Now, why do you want corporate sponsorship? Because actually, in the actuality, folks, it's not us little minnows that make stocks go up. It's the large funds that hold them. That's who makes the stocks go up. And in this case, you know, this is under under uh, ten dollars. So this is this is definitely an issue here. I probably would not be a buyer of this one because it just doesn't have um you know it just it it's just in terms of the ownership, I just want to see more funds in it. Now there are 130 funds in it, so that's pretty darn good. Um, but it's got a fifty uh, um a fifty six checklist. So I would be a little bit careful on this one i just i just would it may be a good stock but i'm really not going to look at it probably until it's above ten dollars i just i just probably am not and it did make massive gains don't know why that's the case maybe it's an acquisition or something like that but um yeah don't uh um you don't uh, uh um <laughs> I, don't, I don't i i wouldn't recommend it that that way okay uh can we use a protective put well what a protective put it i you know puts are great the reason really a lot of options exist initially. Initially, this is, is because a lot of the very large funds, they they can't get in and out like we can. We have one great advantage over the large funds, and that is we don't have to file any paperwork to get in and out of position. If somebody like Warren Buffett has to do this, he has to file, you know, basically, I think 30 days in advance saying, I'm going to sell this or I'm going to do this. Well, we don't have to do that. Well, the reason why a lot of the option marks started in the first place was because Instead of selling a position, what they would do is they would do these protective puts. They would basically use options as hedging tools. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a particular fan of, um, of doing protective puts unless you have a very large position because you're basically, you know, you, now I'm very much of a fan of doing uh, bull, call, bull put spreads and bull call spreads uh, and, and, and using them that way, but not as a protective put. So I kind of, I would, I would probably shy away from that. I would, I would, I would do, um, oh, instead of a stop loss. Well, yeah, you can do it that way, but here's the thing. I, you know, why complicate your life? Stop losses. The reason I like stop losses and the reason I like going to cash as a hedge is because, you know, it, it's so cheap now to transact. It almost costs nothing, um, to get in and out of position. I just would rather go to cash, let the storm, um, uh, let the storm blow over and then get right back in. So I cash is, the, the way I hedge is go to cash, and and that and I think you'll see that a lot of other people do that. Now the bigger the, the a lot of the bigger funds they don't go to cash just because they can't. But uh, with with as an individual, I, I'm probably going to go to cash. So I use the stop losses. I mean, it's obviously it, it's it's obviously a uh, personal preference, but I would recommend using the stop loss and going to cash. That's my because because you know that cash is cash, and that's that's pretty much it. So. That's my that's that's my that's my take on it. Let's look at uh, SIG uh, for a buy point. Uh, let's see if we can find a buy point on that one. Yeah, and what I mean by here by buy points is what I'm talking about is that um, uh, 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 stocks form patterns. Okay, and if you can recognize these patterns, it gives you a really a big leg up on when to buy a stock. And right now with Signet Jewelers, it has what they call a cup without handle 
formation. This is quite a good formation. It's not the best. Cup with handle is the best. But this is not a bad, this is not a bad uh, formation. Now, it's starting to create a handle, but it's not a full cup with handle yet. The question is, and this is a question for, um, for Chadley, um, where is the buy point? Well, the buy point on this one is at 83. I'm just showing you right here. Let's kind of just put the pin. It's right there. That's the buy point. Now, here's what happened. It got up to 83, and then it met resistance, and then it reduced. It, it went back down. And why did it go down? Well, why the reason this works is because it goes up to resistance, and then the weak hands decide, well, they're going to take the bids. They're going to take those bids. And, and eventually, you run out of the sellers, and that's kind of happened at 60, um, 48. And then the, the people that were holding them said, well, I'm not going to sell at the bid. You're going to have to buy it at the ask. So as the, as the asks now take over, it starts climbing higher. And it goes back up to where it was before, back basically, you know, base, basically at the beginning of June, it was right here, and it goes, it, it goes up, and it pulls up above that, but yet there's too much selling pressure and it pulls back down again. So <clears throat> the question is, where is the buy point? Well, you can, this is actually, and I want to show you, this is kind of a little trick that I've learned. And that is buying off of a reversal in the handle, right? So I'm going to draw a little line here. And normally you would want to buy it at, at, at 83. Normally you'd want to do that. But here's the interesting thing. You can buy it off of a uh, at least a half a position as it's making a bounce. So it's come down, it's bounced off that 21 day line, and now it's making a reversal up. So I'm going to set a reversal line here. So let me see if I can get that to, to, to um, let me see if I can get that to work. So that's the reversal line. And what happens is if it pulls above that, that's where I want to buy it. Now, if I can get it to, let me see if I can get my, my software to work here, but I'm going to, I'm going to zoom out a little bit. There we go. Okay, so I think it's going to, I'm a little bit too magnified here, so I'm just going to go out a little bit more. There we go. All right, so now I should be able to draw that 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 line. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to draw this temporary line on the handle. I'm just going to try draw it like that. And what that is is that if you if if you can buy it at that level, there we go, okay, if you can buy it at that level, as it goes above that, then that's a good that's a good place to buy it. So, where would, where 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 is that where, where is that number? So, an early buy point for this on Signet Jewelers would be about eighty one seventy. So eighty one seventy. Now currently, it's at seventy seven um, forty eight. So eighty one seventy is where I would consider a early buy point for. Um, you know, an early point. So eighty, so eighty-one seventy is equal to an early entry on SIG, and that's kind of kind of where I would kind of like to show you there. It's, it's right here. Oops. And I see I've started to learn on that. So let me just kind of get my little pen here. There we go. It's right there. That's as it crosses that line. That's sort of where I want to buy it, because it's bounced off the 21-day line. It's got this cup pattern. The actual correct buy point is 83, but we can buy it just a tad below that as it moves beyond this line, because it's going to have the power, hopefully, to move past that line. So here's what I would do with SIG: 81.70 would be an early entry. And you don't want to do a full position there. You possibly want to only buy a half position at that early entry. But that's a great, great question on how to buy SIG. So thank you, Chadley. That's a that's a, that's a that's a great, great question. Um, all right, let's for Mr. Patel. Thank you very much. Uh, got it pretty <laughs> well. Um, you know, it's funny. We we've had some. Uh, okay, market and coins in circulation. Okay, um, yeah. Uh, in terms of the coins, let's let's kind of let's kind of shift gears a little bit here, and go over to some of the action on possibly uh, Bitcoin. Now, I use I don't um, I don't buy Bitcoin directly. I use the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, and the reason I do that is because the GBTC holds about four percent of the world's Bitcoin. I kind of want to show you this. It's good. this is just a little bit nerdy, 
but I, I kind of get into it. It's it's very it's very interesting to me. You can see up here, and I'm gonna see if I can zoom in on it a little bit. There we go. Okay, you can see where it says market capitalization, twenty six point ninety three. Well, interestingly enough, the capitalization of all of Bitcoin is about six hundred and twenty five billion dollars. So, so. Um, this is equal to about 4%. The GBTC holds approximately about 4% of the world's Bitcoin. And I, I want to kind of show you this and why I use the GBTC. And it's a lot more fungible than, than just the Bitcoin itself. But here's, here we go. The, the total, uh, the, the, the value of the GBTC is currently about $25 billion. And currently outstanding, there's about $625 billion worth of um worth of bitcoin so the gbtc controls about four percent of the world's supply of bitcoin so this is why it's a good proxy now why would i just go out and buy the bitcoin itself well because it's hard to move in and out of cash and there's a lot of there's a lot of other reasons also if i'm if i'm using if i'm using uh the gbtc to get exposure to the um, to, to the crypto market, I can use leverage because I have, I have leverage in my account. I have a, essentially a margin account. So I can actually buy these, buy these shares on margin if I think it's going to be good. Now, what's happened here? I have a, I, I have an alert on it and it's basically at the 4102 level. So my guess is we're going to see, um, we're going to see the GBTC, we're going to see Bitcoin move higher. Uh, if if GBTC moves above about 41, that's when we want to possibly want to start buying it. But right now, it's at the this this black line. That's the 200-day moving average. So right now, I don't want to step into to to Bitcoin. It looks as if, based on this chart, that Bitcoin is selling off a little bit. All right. So it looks like it looks like it's selling off. Well, let's go out kind of to the web here and see. If I can, if we can get, um, you know, we can kind of get, we can kind of look, get a look-see on that. So I'm going to go here to um, BTC price. If I can, see if I can bring it up. There we go. Okay. Yeah. And this is going to give us uh, kind of a look-see, look-see on that. So I'm going to go out here to the web and let's kind of do a analysis of Bitcoin price right now. So. Here we go. Here is the, and I don't know if you can see this. Let me see if I can zoom in a little bit on that. There we go. So here we are, as you can see, and interestingly enough, this is very, very interesting. You can see that the GBTC predicted this downward motion. So it looks as if, at least for right now, Bitcoin is selling at 46, um, 46.73. Well, to me, that looks like we're going to see a little bit. The floor is about 45. If it moves below about 45, then we're possibly going to see it move move a little bit lower. But it looks like it's gathering some support. So let's go back to the the let's let's go back to the GBDC chart and look at that. All right. Well, with G, with the GBDC chart, um, we we did have this sort of this head fake. We we reversed, and that was when it was Bitcoin was about 40. It went all the way up to 52, and then it pulled back. So right now, the trend for Bitcoin is sideways to down. So I wouldn't want to probably be adding or buying Bitcoin at this point if I was looking for an entry. So that's kind of how that uh, that that that's kind of how that works. All right. So um, as it could reach the um, reach Bitcoin price in the upcoming years, what's your opinion? It's it's really tough to to uh to here's the problem with bitcoin prices there's there's the, i think that potentially in the future bitcoin could be very very high um, but it just depends on whether or not the central banks of many companies countries are going to allow it to happen now interestingly enough in turkey which is one of the largest is a very very large economy they have an extremely weak currency it's the turkish lira is doing horribly in the world market so a lot of people that are rich or and some of them aren't in Turkey are buying lots and lots of Bitcoin, but I believe this is creating a little bit of a distortion. As you know, um, I think at the beginning of the week, um, the the president of of um, El Salvador decided to convert their currency over to Bitcoin. Well, unfortunately, 
he bought at the top and it pulled it pulled back. So this is not <clears throat> easy. There's a lot of forces out there that really don't want to have Bitcoin become a kind of a reserve currency. <clears throat> so at least for now, <clears throat> I think it's going to be very highly political as to what prices we're going to see Bitcoin at. So it's just it's just one of those things. So I do believe it possibly in the future could be, you know, it could be a million dollars a Bitcoin. But right now, it, we live it we live in right we live it right now, and unfortunately that's not the case right now. So I have to be, <clears throat> I have to take a little bit of a jaundice view. Now I like to trade. That's why I'm trading. I trade Bitcoin, but I trade it through the GBC and that GBTC, and that's why I do it that way. So thank you very, very much for that question. Let's look at PayPal because that's uh, – def- I'm holding PayPal right now myself. There we go. And what's going on with PayPal? Well, I do really like PayPal. Now, interestingly enough, PayPal itself has some exposure to Bitcoin. Both Square and PayPal have exposure to Bitcoin, but I do believe PayPal is the better of the two. Not that I dislike Square. I think it's a great company. But I think PayPal is the bigger one. It's the more mature one. And, uh, you know, I've had a PayPal account. I can't tell you how long. I, I think probably 21 years. I mean, really since the beginning of it. I mean, I was in PayPal early. So, anyways, um, what's happened is we had this reversal. Uh, and now we're starting to see uh, see a trend up. I do believe it's, it's a little, off a little bit after hours. Uh, it is kind of going sideways right now. I'm hoping to see some strength tomorrow. It looks like we will get some strength because it does look like it went right down to the 40-day moving average, and it looks like it's moving higher. So this, let's kind of check. I want to check some of the alerts. Uh, this is this is the kind of the alerts that I had on it. Well, it it, it um, <coughs> the price is above the alert about four percent. That's good. It crossed below the trend line though. That's kind of what happened um, uh, when I. <laughs> When I bought it, and then and then it, it's now moved back up. So you can see this is the, this is the anatomy of a bounce. Um, basically, on I bought I, I I bought PayPal as it was moving above the trend line. Okay, that happened on the seventh. Uh, that was yesterday. Then <laughs> it it moved up to two ninety one, and then boom, it was rejected, pulled back a little bit, and then it 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 readjusted and went higher, and now it's above. Uh, you know, and, and, and now it's, uh, and now, and now it's, and now it's moving higher, but PayPal, I do think that, you know, it, that's what happened here. It went up and then, and then I caught it and then it pulled back down a little bit. So it looks like it's getting some support here at the 40 day line. So don't be too concerned, (laughs) be too concerned, uh, on this. I do think it's going to probably bounce and move higher. That's what it's looking like anyways, based on those charts. Um, okay, great. Thank you. Um, do you think Zelda Tech could be a sort of pump and dump? Possibly. I don't know what this. I don't want to know what the uh, symbol is. That this is one of the issues with stocks that are that are typically what they call penny stocks that are below ten dollars in price is that they tend to be like this because they can be pumped and up. Once the stock gets above about ten dollars, it gets more difficult. Not that it can't happen, but it it sometimes. Uh, um, uh, sometimes does. Okay. Um, I'm, I don't really cover a lot of the altcoins. The, the two coins that I really cover are Ethereum and Bitcoin. And part of the reason is, is these are the ones typically with the most volume. Now, I am going to start probably looking at some of the Litecoins, but it's really, um, those are the two that I really cover a lot because those are the ones that actually have derivative instruments. And, I, and, and that's kind of the one I need to see. Now, that said, let's look at Arithium, E-R-T-H. This is a Bitcoin. Did I get that right? No. E-T-H-M, I think it is. That's right. Is that right? No. Let's look. I'm bringing up the Arithium... Yeah, there it is. Erythium Trust. Okay, so I'm going to show you this is this is the other one besides um, the GBTC. This is this covers this is a uh, fund that covers approximately four percent of the Erythium out there, and Erythium has some advantages over Bitcoin. One of them, and and there, and, and, there, and and this is gaining gaining popularity. Again, I, you know, we're about in the three thousand dollar range now for Erythium. This is the one that probably 
we should concentrate on the most if we're going to be trading coins. I know it's a little expensive, but this is the one I think that is probably going to be um, is, is going to going to probably be the one to trade in. At least at least I probably will be trading in this one, and not some of the some of the really smaller coins like the doggy coin and that kind of thing. So this is the one that I'm kind of looking at right now. I want to see it move above about. 43 uh, tw- um, 4323 that's really kind of where I want to see it the volume has been moving down so right now I think that you know at least from my perspective we're seeing um, we're, we're seeing um, you know there, there's a lot of coins out there and I think you got to be extremely selective now because you know some of them are good some of them are not it's just um, you know, it's just the way it goes. So really, I try, I'm trying really to stick to Bitcoin and Arithium. So um, that's kind of that's kind of the way it goes there. So let's go over T-E-L-L. Let's see if that, and then we will take some questions from TikTok. T-E-L-L. All right. Let's see. That out of the way. This is interesting. Okay, so this is, uh, this is a mining company, it looks like. This is a penny stock. Do not recommend these. Um, typically because they're too thin. But, you know, mining stocks have a long history. This is in the oil and gas ex- international exploration business. Now, interestingly enough, one of the top groups is the U.S. oils. The inter- the internationals, not so much. And, um, you know, interesting that uh, they're, inter- they're, they're mainly in Austria. Um, Australia, well, that's, you know, that's a relatively small market for oil and gas. So I would not recommend this based on this chart, but it does have a strong relative strength. So, Let's look at the checklist. 67%, that's my minimum. Um, but you know what? I think that there's a lot better, um, I, I think there's a lot better to, places to be in the oil and gas area. So that's kind of my, um, that's kind of my, uh, my take on it. Um, if the question is, is the market in a downtrend? Well, let's look. And there is an absolute way to find out, and that's to go and look at the, um, the, the overall NAS, the 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 this S&P composite. So let's look at the S&P composite. Well, basically, the market itself is not in a downtrend, as you can see by this. It is not in downtrends, but, and I say but, it is testing. It is testing this this support, and the support is right below, right uh, right 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 at about uh, 40, uh, 50, 4,500. That's where your support is. So you can see this is how this is typically how the the S and P will 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 come. It will bounce, and then it will bounce, and then it will bounce. It always bounces on index lines. See that? This is the ten day line. This is the little pink line. Then you have the twenty one day line, and then you have the forty day line. It looks as if we are probably going to get a bounce. If we see support, we're going to get a bounce at about. We should we should be get a bounce tomorrow. Now, if it doesn't if it doesn't bounce tomorrow. It's probably gonna. It's probably gonna continue downward, probably until it gets to about forty-four twenty. So here's what here's what all that mumbo jumbo means. Basically, um, we are still in a confirmed uptrend. The market is still in the confirmed uptrend, but it is pulling back to an index line. Now the question is, um, if you haven't traded that long, and I, I suspect that's the case here. Um, you 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 you're very used to a market that only goes up. Well, we're in a market that's going to start adjusting. We're at almost record record highs, so we may be in a situation where we're going to be pulling back here a little bit. But currently, the market is in a confirmed uptrend. That said, I'm not 100% in the market. I am about 50% in cash, 15% in stocks. I'm trying to find only the best setups and then buy those. I'm not trying. I'm trying to be and I'm trying to be early, even buying below the pivot points why the reason i'm doing it that way is because of the market i'm 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 much more defensive than i was um a a few months about a month and a half ago so right now i'm quite defensive in the market but we're still looking in a confirmed uptrend so last question let's look at docusign and docusign um you know i was i was stopped out of docusign and it does look like you know it did it, it it did when it went through earnings, that's sort of when the when the things happen. So this is a classic, you know, uh, buy and rumor, sell on news. Well, they had good earnings, but it pulled back. So I don't know where this is going, but it does look like we've gotten some we've we've gotten some support here. It's not an index line, but at about the 280 level, 
that's where we've got support. See, 280. And it seems as if we've had two closings, two days, and it looks like we may get some support here. So hopefully we will see a close. And, and this is this is definitely telling us that. As you can see, the, the uh, volume is going down. So I do think we're going to see a bounce here. It looks as if 280. And I'm going to set the... Um, I'm, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to set a trend line. This is what I do to see if it falls above or below. So I'm going to set a trend line right about here. And I'm going to set an alert on that trend line. Oops. Let's see. So I'm going to get rid of this. There we go. And I'm going to draw a trend line. And the trend line I'm going to draw is right at about 280. There we go. Right there. And I'm going to set an alert on that line. And the reason I'm going to set an alert on that line is because as long as it stays... You know, I want to see if it goes below that line. If it goes below that line, then, you know, then it didn't get support at 280. But if it stays above that line, we ought to be okay. Okay, so um, uh, and this is a question on Litecoin. Unfortunately, my my um, my charts don't allow me to look at Litecoin directly, so I'm going to have to punt on that. Unfortunately, I basically look. I basically really. Um, Primarily doing Bitcoin and Erythium, but I but uh, we can take a look at. I, I can go out to the internet and take a look at it. Let's take a look at it for you, Polly. Um, appreciate the question. It, it's just uh, I don't I don't trade all the coins. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I trade. Um, uh, I I and but Litecoin is one of the ones that I am interested in. Uh, there are so many of them now. Uh, okay, there we go. And this is the. So let's look at it. Let's see if we can get some. Uh, there we go. Okay. So, yeah, we have a downward trend on that, unfortunately. So let's let's go out and take a look at the screen for Litecoin. All right, there we go. Unfortunately, we're having we have a downward trend uh, today. So let's look at let's kind of look at the last few days. Let's look at the last. Let's go out here to the last six months. This is not a kind of a chart. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is not a kind of chart that you want to see. Um, we were we were basically above 400, uh, basically in May, and currently we are, you know, we're 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 we're, we're basically you know at eight um, 1870. Now there is a there is a, a way to buy these things that gives you a better chance of success, and that is to look at the volume. See if I can see one that. Uh, okay, no, interesting. Okay, so we do have a we do have a grayscale Litecoin trust. The, the interesting thing about GBTC, and I do use them, is this one is not listed. Well, I guess it is. I guess it is listed. LTC. Let me let me see if I can pull up the chart. Let me see, let me see if I can pull up the chart on LTC. So let me let me go out here and see if I can uh, get a chart for. Litecoin LTC. It's interesting. I didn't realize that they had initiated this. So this is definitely how I would trade it. No, unfortunately, unfortunately, it doesn't. It does. It's not listed. It's listed on the bulletin boards. But anyways, here's what I would say about Litecoin. You know, it's was at four hundred dollars. It's now at eighteen. I think you got to be careful. You want to buy it as it's going higher. Typically, the way you find that is if you have increasing volume. And I'm going to I'm going to probably do some uh, more deep dive into a lot of these coins because that's really how you do it. As the volume increases, that's when you want to buy and then in the, and then move your stop loss up and then when they when the volume goes away, that's when you want to sell because you really don't want to hold these these smaller coins. You really don't want to hold the the, uh, the these smaller coins. Okay. Oh, great. Mark, thank you. It's a grayscale LTCN. Oh, that's great. Okay. I have to. I have to go. There we go. Thank you very much for that. They have Litecoin Trust. Okay. Well, then you know, that's that's really good to know. I haven't. I haven't been using. I've been basically only doing, um, Arithium and um, uh, and 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 Bitcoin. Unfortunately, this one looks like it is. And this is. I like. To, I like these trusts because it gives us an idea of kind of how it is. It's on the bulletin board. Typically, don't trade OTCBB. But you know it's it's very legitimate. Uh, this legitimate company, Grayscale, is a legitimate company. Unfortunately, we're below that 200-day line. The volume, though, is good. Now, when to buy? When to buy? Um, when when to buy this? You want to start get you want to start getting interested when you see this kind of jump. 
in volume. That's 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 as you can see, it bottomed here, and then as this as, as this volume happened, that's where it started its run. Okay, so this can be very helpful is to take a look at the volume and how it's trading. So as the volume, if the volume stays above this red line, this is the um, average daily volume. If it's above that, and by the way, this is an exponential scale. You can see this is 300 and this is 220. So this is actually an exponential scale. If, it, if, it is, if it's pretty far above this, that's where you want to start. That's where you want to start moving into the product, as you can see. All right. But then as it dips below, as it dips below that line here on the volume, that's when you can see it pull back. Again, see the strong spike here? And that's related to the increase in volume. Bitcoin is almost totally related to volume. But it, not, it, doesn't, always, it, it doesn't always work out in price. Something happened here, and I don't know quite what happened here. But when it fell below that line, it lost its support, and then, boom, it just went... It just went down, down, down. So currently it's at 18. So this one might be, we, we might be able to do something with this one, but this is a watch list. It's got a checklist of 33. I'd be very careful with this. Currently, this has 110 billion. So my, my, my take on it is I would be a little bit careful on this right now. Well, it's over an hour, and thank you, everybody, for being so um, so patient with my technical <laughs> my technical. I very much appreciate uh, you hanging out for <laughs> for my for my technical difficulties. I'm going to be back tomorrow, at um, you know I'm I'm going to be back tomorrow, and uh, so until then, if you want to get on the the trade the uh, the the trade alerts, very very easy to do. Uh, just um, just go to www.dallastradingfloor. Until then, happy trading, everybody. Thanks for watching.